Welcome to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast with your hosts, Arturo and Anu. All right, this is UFC Talk 14, reviewing UFC 271, Adesanya versus Whitaker. Do you want to start from the bottom? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. What did you think of, what was the first fight? Bobby Green versus, what's his name? Oscar, I didn't really know them, but I do know that I ended up feeling very happy for Bobby Green. Yeah, I mean, he, Bobby Green is sick. But Bobby Green pretty much dominated. It reminded me of the Strickland-Hermanson fight, but better. Where I feel like what people thought Strickland did is really what Bobby Green did. Mm, yeah, I've always felt like Hawk Paras looks like Kelvin Gastelum. He's from Germany and he trains with Faraz. I just always found him really interesting. I think he's also Afghani. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And so that's why he went to Germany because his country fell to the Taliban. And now, yeah, he lost to Bobby Green. But Bobby Green, I think, also has like an epic story. I think his like father was incarcerated. His mom was on drugs. And he just raised himself like from the streets to... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love Bobby Green too. That fight was very entertaining, very fun. It's cool to see Bobby Green kind of winning over fans so late in his career. Yeah, exactly. Make some money, like get some cred, get some pride. Like I just felt good for him. And yeah, especially at 35, like it's not young, it's not old, but like a little bit of that Masvidal energy, you know, like maybe mm -hmm. it's coming up towards the end after putting in like so much work after so many years. Good for him. And I think Attic said too, like, Get him a main event, get him a fight night, main event, you know? Mm. So he has that on his resume, like good for him. Who would you match him up versus? Like, what do you think's next for him? Uh, I'm not good enough to pick. I think there was one that I saw on Reddit, um, Brad Riddell. Somebody said like that could be like a decent fight. Ooh, I mean, cool. I think Riddell's probably a little bit. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Someone in that 11 to 15 range. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's a possibility. That would be awesome. Somebody was also saying if Max Holloway decides to come up to lightweight, that could be a good fight. Oof. I don't know if he's in that wheelhouse, but. Well, you got to warm Holloway up too, you know? So it's like. Do you? Maybe a little bit. I don't know. I've always felt like Holloway is a little bit on the skinnier side. And so he's got to gain weight. Like, I mean, he did well against Poirier, but it was clear Poirier was like just that much stronger and his punches did that much more, you know? Yeah, I, I, I don't like know. I don't know if that makes monetary sense either. But um, I do like Bobby Green. Yeah, I, mean, I just think it would be a fun fight. Like a striker, like let him do his thing, you know, like somebody good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, I was happy for him. The next fight was lightweight as well. Alexander Hernandez versus Renato Moicano. What did you think of that mm -hmm. one? Yeah, Moicano pretty much dominated. And he also seemed like a nice guy. It was like all the nice dudes winning. Well, not, a, not, not the whole thing, but... Uh, yeah, and I loved how that choke wasn't all the way in, but it was just so fucking powerful like that Yeah, Hernandez just had to tap. I also loved what he said about it after. I don't know if many people picked up on it. So Alexander Hernandez, who we beat, is super athletic. He's very good. He's I think he's better than his record indicates. I think he was even the favorite going into that fight. Okay. Um, Hanato Moicano after when I think DC was like, man, the rear naked choke is your move, man. You finished... Uh, so-and-so fights with it and he goes it's not my move it's the most basic move anyone can do this move it's, i'm not special like he said something along those lines and i'm like oh i loved that yeah i i definitely respect that 
He's like, it's the easiest move. It's there. It's not my move. You know, like, don't mm-hmm. claim it. Like, good for him. Just seem humble. He wanted to shout out his coaches. I saw him. I was like, this guy's a gold medalist. He's like, in America, they care about sports. Now, not so much in my country. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. He just seemed very, like, prideful in a humble way. And it was, like, awesome. And, um, yeah, that was a, that was also a good battle. I feel like top to bottom, this whole card was uh, entertaining. Yeah, very much so. I I, I think uh, Moicano's been around for a little bit too, so it's it's I don't know. It's kind of cool to see him get I don't know a bigger spot on a card and with a big win too. Mm-hmm. He the guys he's lost to have always been. So here's his last losses: Rafael Faziv, he's like the second coming, Korean Zombie, Jose Aldo, and Brian Ortega. Oh, that's, that's it. a murderer's row. Yeah, that's it. He hasn't lost to any other fighter he's versed. Dude, that's so hard to win those fights, too. He's got wins over Jeremy Stevens. He's got wins over Cub Swanson, Calvin Qatar. Like, he's really good. He's right in that middle level. Yeah. He lost to the elite, but he beat the people that are the very solid veterans. Right. It would just be cool to see him, you know, in the rankings. Like... This is what we're talking about is like lightweight. We still have guys like Conor McGregor ranked at what? Seven. How is Hanato Moicano not in there? Yeah. Come on. Moicano. So may- yeah, maybe even like a Moicano, Bobby Green. That could be Something cool. Like that would be fun. Tony yeah. Ferguson, Bobby Green. Yeah. Moicano, Dos Anjos. Something. Well, Dos Anjos is about to fight Fiziev. So, but yeah. yeah. I get, I get what you're saying. We need more of the lower ranked guys that are obviously good fighting these ranked guys who stopped fighting. Yeah, for sure. All right, we'll keep moving on. Middleweight, Cannonier versus Brunson. That was, yeah, that was wild to me. Great fight. Brunson was doing what he did to like Shabazian and Till in the first round. Mm-hmm. And I think the announcer said something where like uh, Cannonier's corner was saying, oh, that's the best he has. And they're like, that's not a good thing, though. He dominated the first round. But yeah. like, Cannonier had this like, confidence you know you could see it in his body language where he was like all right but every time i hit him it hurts more <laughs> and i just feel like he felt mm-hmm. like he knew he lost the first round but i felt like he knew like all right i could win this fight still i mean not only lost the first round he was almost finished the first round when did you feel like he was almost finished uh brunson was on his back arm around him like i was close yeah it was close i just felt like Canadier was comfortable like, I mean, it was definitely close. Because but... of the clock. If there was 40 more seconds on the clock, he'd not have been comfortable. That's fair. That's fair. I just feel like Cadenier, his nickname is right. Like, kill a gorilla. Like, mm-hmm. he is a fucking gorilla. He was a heavyweight, a light heavyweight, and now middleweight just ripped and jacked. Like, yeah. he's so strong. I, so... I felt like Brunson felt that. And that's why he was like, I got to win in the first round. And I felt like Brunson looked a little deflated in the second round. Yeah. I don't know if it was completely. from a shot or if he was just tired. That's the thing is like, I don't think he took a single strike and you already saw it on him. I'm like, what happened between rounds? Did he have like some type of dump? Did the weight cut go really bad? Like what? Something weird happened there. I don't know. I mean, it definitely takes a shit ton of energy to fucking keep sure. Cannonier on the ground and take sure. him down and but you would think after a minute rest, they... you wouldn't just be like floating around and they're like, yeah, he looked loopy, slow. Yeah, Maybe he looked Cannonier really bad around him. Maybe Cannonier did hit him and it just took a second for it to have like some sort of impact. 
And then, because even his kicks seemed very lazy in the second yeah. round. Like, like he couldn't do anything. Kenny was just waiting for it and then just fucking elbowed him to death. Yeah. Do you think it should be Cannoneer or Strickland versus Adesanya? Yeah, I'd like to see Cannoneer fight Strickland. I think that'd be a fun fight. Give Cannoneer uh, Adesanya. Cannoneer, I think, deserves it. He's been fighting so hard and like going against the top and the best of the best. I think that would be a, a fun fight. And then I would like to see Strickland versus Costa. I just want to add one thing. Mm, uh, okay. Brunson's corner threw the towel in. When, oh, I know uh, that. Yeah, when he was on top, when Cannoneer was on top, elbowing him. So maybe, and they should have thrown the towel in. I think more corners yeah. should throw the towel in, and they mm-hmm. never do. But maybe they threw the towel in knowing like, Maybe Brunson hurt his knee or something, like taking him down. Maybe that's why he was like maybe. throwing sloppy leg kicks. And they were like, fuck, we know he's hurt. And maybe that's why. So maybe something happened in the first round where Brunson just knew he couldn't do much in the second round. It yeah. seemed like that. Yeah. Did, did you think Cannoneer was going to win? I just thought really it was a good fight. It. I mean, okay. if you asked me, I would have said, I think Cannoneer is going to win. But I also said the last three times Brunson's opponent was going to be Brunson. And so he kept winning. So okay. like, I was very... So I was not like, oh, yeah, Kanye is definitely going to win because Brunson just keeps fucking right. shutting people up and doing well. But Brunson was beating a lot of young guys, I think, that didn't know wrestling. And I think with Kanye, he just came up against like a fucking brick wall who's mm. just jacked and strong and has great endurance. So do you think Kanye has a shot against Izzy? I think when you have that much power and strength, you do. Okay. Hopefully he's a smarter fighter than Costa when he was going against Izzy. Um, but I mean, Izzy's just so great and so fast and so quick. I mean, Cannoneer has a chance, but I don't know. That, I would I, I would assume odds would be like plus two hundred or whatever it is, like yeah. two for one for Izzy, something like that. Yeah, because I I would expect Izzy to finish Cannoneer much like Costa. Two and a half to one. Who who do you think's better, Cannoneer or Costa? Uh, Costa. Why? Because Cannoneer, I've seen finish like costa finished once like i don't know like he's costa's almost unfinishable cannoneer can be finished yeah but i also think costa is stupid like his fight iq doesn't seem that great he doesn't need to he's a tank yeah but so and he hits fucking hard too yeah i, I don't know I, I think he's he's got a better chance I think Costa has better like jujitsu, but I think Cannonier sure, yeah. is strong. I think Cannonier is just as strong, but smarter. So I rather the smarter guy in this situation against Izzy when you have uh, the strength. I still don't know if that's gonna matter, but okay, that's fine. That's fair. I I agree with you too. I don't know if it's gonna matter either. But yeah, I'm just saying. I, I think he does a little bit better job than Costa. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the co-main, which I I've got to say a bunch of things about this. So Derek Lewis versus Ty Tuivasa. For one, it was a co-main event, but it was only three rounds, which I find hilarious because I think that's like, do they do they do that normally? I thought it was supposed yeah, to be five. Oh um, uh, um, no, only if you want it to be five, you could make it five. Oh, so that okay, so they obviously both wanted three. Probably, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I remember Derek Lewis. They're like, Do you want a title shot next? He's like, Nah, not if it's five rounds. Like, he doesn't care. He doesn't, <laughs> doesn't want five rounds. I think that's so funny. But holy shit, this was a huge upset. Did you? It was, but I also didn't think it was that big of an upset because once you have two big men like that that are willing to just fucking throw down, swang and bang, as like Lewis would say, like anything could happen. And in fact, when the odds, when they showed the odds in the second round, 
when it was four to one, like at that yes. moment, I told myself, like, if I had money to like waste, I'd be like, oh, this is like a good time to bet on Tuivasa, you know, like the four to one. And in the second round, like I was just thinking and uh, I said the yeah, same like, exact thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, four to one. If you, once you make it past the first round, like, yeah, like it just evens out. He's going to have more confidence. He took four fucking solid punches from Lewis, mm. which is insane. Yeah. That's got to give him confidence. And then. I feel like that's got to take away a tiny bit of confidence for Lewis. I still would have assumed Lewis was going to win in the second round, but mm. I just felt like for those odds, like he oh, was winning. Yeah. I just felt like it was a good time to bet if you're like willing to like lose, you know, yeah. just for the odds sake. And then, yeah, he just basically he did the opposite of what most people that fight Lewis do. Like when they get hit, they shell, but he got hit and he's like, I'm throwing. And, and then he connected. It was. Yeah. That elbow was sick. It was like such a good time to throw it. Um, it's just crazy that Derek Lewis basically won two rounds and yet still lost the fight. It's nuts. You saw wrestling out of him, a takedown out of him, a throw like uh, a judo throw. It dude, was amazing. All American. The, they were kind of making fun of Lewis, like on Reddit. They were like, he's always wasting his energy, like throwing these crazy kicks, like switch kicks, doing judo throws and like inside trips. But that's funny coming from some people on fucking Reddit. I don't know. But I thought like, if that's his style, that's his style. And I never yeah. have seen like Lewis be like so tired. Like he's got a lot of knockouts in the third round, you know, like when the fight's almost over. So mm -hmm. I think, I think he understands conserving his energy. I just think he went up against a younger version of himself. Kind of. Yeah. You know, like somebody that has just this confidence, this aura that believes in their chin, that believes in their power. All right. So let's say this, let's say they were to rematch each other right away i don't know four months from now whatever it is who do you think's the favorite ty yeah i think it's 50 50 they probably make 50 50 i okay. think they make i think they make ty probably like a slight favorite like you know 150 to win 100 or something like that like nothing crazy so that's the thing is i, I think it's probably slight favorite Derek lewis still yeah probably that too it, it yeah. would be one of those things that would fluctuate what people would say yeah That'd be interesting. Do you what? What do you think is next for Tai Tuivasa now? Now he beat. What was Derek Lewis ranked? Three, four, three. Okay, yeah. I mean, where is he now, and who's next for him? I don't know if I would get. So who do we have? You have you have Jones and Ganu, Stipe, Gan, yep, Lewis. You can maybe you can, Tom Aspinall. I would give him like Curtis Blades or somebody that's oh, like fifth, sixth. Curtis Blades, I don't think has a fight. Yeah, but I'd give I'm, what I'm saying is I'd give him somebody just outside of that because what we do know about Lewis is as great as he is, mm -hmm. he always loses to the best competition. And so I wouldn't want to rush Ty. He's so young and he's just starting to train other things and take it seriously, like according to the UFC countdown. Mm -hmm. I want him to get better before you throw him against somebody like Stipe or Gan. Okay. One more fight. You know, so that way he has that six months training and then another six months training before he goes against somebody like that, like a year. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I think that's the way I would like him to go. If I was like his manager, why rush it? You know, you're still so young. You're smart. Like, keep learning. Okay. Oh, we have. That's um, what I would do. Damn, there's a lot of. I don't know who's who's going to fight at heavyweight. I just looked up. I was like, oh, Tom Aspinall. Tom Aspinall is versus Alexander Volkov already. That's going to be a fucking. I, damn. All right. Um, what do you think's next for Lewis? I think he's got to take a breather. And I think Lewis has a good career just beating up people that are ranked like 
kind of where Ty is, but he's just got to reassess. Maybe he has, maybe he did psych himself out. He lost the last time in Houston. That's his hometown. Now he lost again in Houston. Like maybe he's putting a lot of pressure on himself. Maybe he doesn't bum rush Ty. You know what I mean? Like maybe he fights a little smarter. I don't know. He's got. I thought he was pretty smart. I thought he played a pretty good fight. I don't think it's Houston. Yeah. I would just like, if I was Derek Lewis, I think I would see like a little bit of like a sports psychologist and keep doing what he's doing because he's so powerful and strong and everybody loves him. I just think he's got a, I think it's more like a little strategy play than anything else. Okay. Just wait it out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't think he's somebody has to like reinvent himself, but no, definitely, I yeah, don't either. See a sports psychologist. So your nutritionist, keep doing what you're doing. Just it sucks because he basically took a fight where if he wins, he doesn't really gain any ground, but he lost it. Yeah, but I also wouldn't lose that much ground either. Like whoever he fights, like he's going to do well against and he's beat a lot of people already that are right underneath him. Ty was a new person. Like I like that. We're always complaining when fighters at the top aren't fighting other lower ranked fighters that are yeah. good, you know, and here, here Lewis did that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I never watched Lewis's fights because of, where he's ranked it doesn't matter fair okay he's such a good fighter he just always loses to the best of the best and this time he lost to like mark hunt's son you know like this guy is like the essence of mark hunt and that's what i kind of also loved about him you know like he is him a little bit and yeah we need some of that fucking oceanic energy you know i love it i think his shoeys are fucking crazy but it's kind of what makes him genuine yeah, he's definitely a guy you want to have a beer with and hang out with. Not out of a shoe, but sure. Yeah, but if he asked me, I would do it. Why not? Okay. Of course you would. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, get out of here, dude. All right. <laughs> I wouldn't, but okay. Uh, let's talk about the main event. Israel Adesanya versus Robert Whitaker. Your boy, Robert Whitaker, loses the decision. What do you think? Yeah, I think he deserved to lose the decision. He said after the fight that he thought he did enough to win but i think if he rewatches the fight he'll be like nah you know but i think okay. uh this is what i want to get into because i think this is really interesting one judge gives it 49 46 and from the commentating that's how they generally deemed it too and i think they're complete wrong on that i think it should have be 48 47 and it's the closest fuck split decision In really fact, i'm rooting for adesanya I scored it for Whitaker. Really? I would have never guessed why. Okay. Because of the takedowns? Yeah. Control time easily. Like he got outstruck, what? Five strikes around, maybe? Control time? Even like what seemed like real dangerous spots for Izzy several times. I, I think that's a, a clear win for me. And Izzy's my favorite fighter. And Whitaker- if you look at verdict MMA, even with just my friends, if I looked at like my friends and how they voted... They voted three rounds to two Whitaker. If I look at the general population, the world on verdict MMA, it was a nail biting close. They voted Adesanya 47.7 to 47.3. Really? Very close. I think, again, this is one of those times where like commentating, it just gets a little bit biased. I don't think Adesanya looked that great. I don't. Okay. So I understand when Robert Whitaker's like, damn, man, I thought like. I could feel, I could definitely feel like for him because he feels like he was shafted. I bet you if he loses a split decision, he's like, all right, at least I, you know, implemented some things well. But like, it's so disheartening to go into a fight and be like, oh, I implemented these things well. 
and I still lost four to one. You're like, well, then did I implement them well? So that's what he's probably dealing with. He's like, I, I thought I did that well. I thought he won. See, I love Robert Whitaker, and I thought Adesanya won. I mean, Adesanya got, Adesanya got the only knockdown. Um, Correct. Round one. That's a that's yeah, right. clearly the round Adesanya won. The most clear round of the fight was rounds one and five, and those are split. I felt like Adesanya. I felt like Adesanya dictated the pace. Round you one. thought you thought Izzy won round five? No, rounds okay. one and five were the most decisive. Rounds one was yeah. Izzy. Round five was Rob. Those are like the most clear cut rounds. So we're only talking about rounds two, three, and four, which to me, Rob controlled all grappling time in all of those multiple takedowns in each one. Yeah, but he didn't keep Izzy down at all. Ever. Doesn't need to. And he did. Doesn't he need did to have take back, down scores. But then he lost it. Take down scores. Not I as strongly as a hold. knockdown, of course. But take down score. One takedown. He only had one takedown though where he scored punches. Every other takedown he didn't score a punch. Doesn't need to to win. Doesn't. I don't think to. you give them the round then because it's got to be damage. So, so like, who no, cares you're looking about at it like down. fight. You got to look at it like we're going to decision. You got to look at points. No, and that's but why I think fight. it's weird. Control time, takedowns, and he was barely outstruck in those three rounds. I got to look at the control time because I don't feel like the control time was that significant because Izzy got up right away. And then if it's on the fence, it's 50-50. There was a few times Izzy got up right away. There was a few times he did not. I feel like Izzy had the more powerful shots. Okay, if Rob followed up on some of his good jabs, I would have been like, yeah, but it seemed like every time he hit Izzy, it was like a quick hit, and then he had to back out because he was scared. And then Izzy would always kind of counter. So it was like a one-for-one, one, and then Izzy dictated the action. So that's why I was thinking Izzy won. Yeah, I, as Rob, I, I don't care who the aggressor is and who moves forward because that's the last criteria to judge if all things are equal. And I don't think the things were... See, I, I, if you take somebody down and they get back up, though... You're winning still. I, I You're winning. Like it's even. No, it, no you it's no not damage. neutral. So you might consider it that. That's not the rules. But then fuck the rules a little bit because it's got <laughs> to be about damage. It's got to be about damage and it's got to be like about a fight, you know? And look, if everything was equal, then yeah, the takedown makes the difference. But I felt like Rob looked a little timid in there. And I he, love Rob. He was hesitant. I don't want to say that. For sure. He was hesitant, I would say, too. There were several times where like... Yeah, doubling up on the jab and shooting for a shot seemed like it was a sure thing. But I mean, Izzy's reactions are really fast. I think he's I think he's looking at the front kick in the knee coming up when he does shoot. He wants a better angle when he does shoot. Like if he is doubling up on the jab, is he going to have the right angle for the shot? Like he's just looking at like, you know, high percentage stuff. And it's hard when Izzy's so freaking long. Exactly. And changing his stance. He could just angle off real quick when he does go for the, the level change. Yeah. He has, to, he has to basically double up on the jab so that Izzy leans back. When Izzy leans back, okay, that's his chance to level change. But even when Izzy leans back, he's still able to pivot, which is like, you just don't find that commonly with people. So it's tough. Like he can pivot out of that takedown potentially. Izzy's it's a freak. I, I do. I understand Whitaker's hesitation and I don't really blame him for it. But I also thought he did enough to warrant one decision from a judge. Someone thinking it was close. I mean, two guys scored it 48-47, Izzy, which is close. And then another one was 49-46. 49-46 one, that's crazy to me. See, I gave it 49-46. I, g- I gave him 
robbed the last round. Maybe I would have given one more, like the second round, maybe. Mm -hmm. But it only felt like if I did give him the round, yeah, it'd be like according to the rules. And maybe he touched him more, but if it was That's like the damage, sport we're playing. No, but is it rules. damage matters, but damage is vague. And Not so a fight, damage wise, match. Don't judge the fight. Don't judge the fight. Judge the match. No, I don't like that. I don't believe oh. in that. No. It's got to <laughs> no. be about the fight. It's got to be about the fight. That's why I still think BJ Penn beat George St. Pierre the first time okay, they yeah. fought. But right. according but to that, the rules, that damage was overwhelming, though. Yeah, but according to the rules, St. Pierre won. But according yeah. to the fight, yeah, okay. like, Pen one. Okay. Even according to the rules, I think they got that one wrong anyway, because GSP was breathing his own blood in that fight. Yeah. Like that's overwhelming damage. You're not going to apply that rule onto this fight. No, Robert Whitaker was not that hurt. Especially when it was his legs that Izzy was mostly going after. And Izzy yeah, I'll give was you hesitant that. Too. Izzy yeah. was hesitant too. Izzy was missing a lot, but like I just felt like, yeah, Rob was more scared of Izzy than Izzy was scared of Rob. And I felt like, yeah, yes. Izzy, con Izzy connected more. And Rob did get some takedowns, but only one time on the takedowns, I think he got like four or five punches. When he did get his back a couple times, Izzy was able to defend so well, like no mm -hmm. other punches. So to me, those takedowns were kind of like, they would have only mattered if the fight was closer. I love Rob though, and I'm happy that you're saying that you thought he won and other people thought he won because and I'm the, I, Izzy's my number one. I didn't guy. want him to get dominated. I just didn't want him to get dominated. That was my goal of this fight. Like I wanted mm -hmm. him to leave, like where he was like, all right, I, I'm proud of myself. So and so I, I did predict Adesanya by decision, but I thought it would be more overwhelming for Adesanya. And the fact that I'm like the biggest Adesanya fan and I think Robert Whitaker won makes me even more stunned by it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And then looking at the verdict MMA, like what the world picked and then what all my friends pick. I mean, all the friends that I'm friends with on their train. All right. They thought Whitaker, too. I'm like, all right, I'm not alone in this. Pretty crazy. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. I, did, I didn't think that. And definitely. So, it's also two announcers. Now, Adesanya. So like what's next for Whitaker? Whitaker fights Costa. He hasn't fought Costa yet. Do you think he does it? Do you think he? Might yeah, I would stop? love to see that fight. That'd be a great I, fight. Sure. For sure, sign me up. Yeah, but do you think Whitaker is still in it? Like, in it mentally? Does he want to keep fighting? Yeah, like, he kind of knows he's the second best. So I kind of like the idea that he proves he's the second best. And he said he, it like, too. Fights, yeah, he fights Costa, and then it's like, all right, I basically cleared out the division except Izzy. And maybe, I don't know, maybe he tries to lose weight, but he loves eating, he says, you know, and, and losing weight is hard and... 185 to 170 is a big cut, like an extra 15 pounds. But I feel like somebody like him versus Usman would be like dope, you know, like good for him to try something. But I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he waits to see who Izzy fights next. If Izzy wins that, then maybe Rob is like, all right, I'm done. But if Izzy does lose, then maybe he's like, oh, okay, I'm back. I feel like Rob, though, is like, well, I feel like he's like one of those like working class men, you know, where he like looks at it a little bit like a job and like he's probably Maybe. gonna make like three four hundred thousand if he fights he doesn't need to Costa. make the money though i know he makes a decent amount on his twitch i think that's he's what made I was a saying. decent amount that's over the last you know so on years that's what i was gonna that's what i was thinking he's got a gym maybe he doesn't need to you're right his gym I, is I, I huge have you seen it his gym is yeah monstrous it looked awesome good for I him could, it has like stadium seats in the gym i'm like i can't believe that that's insane to me like bleach. You know, this, this is 
this is a good time to bow out if he was going to bow out. Like, all right, I lost to like a yeah. great champion, but I gave a great fight, a great effort, and I'm proud of myself. And he's already been a champion in the UFC and he's mm-hmm. gone against murderers. Like, yeah, he's a great dude. I, I wouldn't feel bad either way, but I would like to see him fight Costa and win. And I think he's too small to go up. If he went down and they gave him like Usaman or something. But so what if you did? I don't even. What if you did Strickland Whitaker? I would love that fight too. That would be so much fun. That would be like so much fun. I would love now that. Now you have fight. good guy, bad guy. Two guys really can throw it around. I think that's for me. That's my pick is I'd pick. I saw so Kananiya versus Adesanya, Strickland versus Whitaker. Give and me, then Costa. Yeah. Costa can go to 205. <laughs> yes. Inject that in my veins, as they say. I fucking love that. Good guy versus bad guy. Mm-hmm. Whitaker, I think, feel not like less. I feel like he's confident against anybody, but Costa, I think, is a tougher challenge because of his size. So he's like, all right, give me Strickland. Like, you know, yeah. like, I'll fight Strickland. Like, I'll fight the asshole kid. Like, I think it'd be a really fun fight. Mm-hmm. I, I would yes. be more excited for Strickland versus Whitaker than Kananir versus Adesanya it's- or even Strickland versus Adesanya. I'm still more excited for Whitaker versus Strickland. That's just a fun fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's close. It's good. Good striking. They can mix it up. Oh, yeah. I want to see that. I want to see like Whitaker just keep fucking everybody up. That's like yeah. a dick. That's not the champion. And he's like, all right, whatever. I'll be just like amazing. Anyway, mm-hmm. he's still relatively young too. But yeah, maybe he. there are times where he says he wants to bow out. But this time, like he looked like happy with himself after the fight look i don't think he should bow out i just i question where he is he's younger than izzy yeah 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 i love robert such a good dude he just seems like a good fighter i like his essence i mean he's missed some years with injuries i don't know if that helps him because that's less wear and tear or if those injuries just accumulate and he's like i want to get out earlier i don't know this is a good time to leave if money's not a problem Yes, and yeah, Twitch. 31. I mean, that that's pretty young. But I mean, he, it's good. He's fought a lot. He's 31? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was like 34 and still no, thinking man. he's young. He's young. And honestly, like people are hitting their prime now at like 36, you know? Like Yeah, outside of Adesanya, Whitaker hasn't lost since 2014. Yeah, I love fucking Whitaker. Yeah, that's so tough, man. And if Cannonier beats Adesanya, and Whitaker's like, I've beaten Cannonier. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't see. I, plus, if you are so famous on Twitch and some of these other things, the more he fights, the more fans he'll get to go to his Instagram and his Twitch and his gym, you know, mm-hmm. to do other things. So, like, I would like him to just be really smart, picking good fights. Like, all right, I'll take on Sean Strickland or, you know, like something that would be interesting. Yeah, I would like that. All right. I, I love this card. I thought it was a great card. Lots of finishes, um, surprises. I think it was great. I went five for six on the card in terms of predictions. I felt pretty good. Anything else you want to talk about this? Uh, yeah. At the very end of the card, they showed the trailer for the next card with Masvidal and Colby. Oh, okay. And I thought that trailer looked amazing. It was like, a yeah. couple minutes long it just kept going and going and they showed all the background of like how colby and masvidal were like best friends and like mm-hmm. ma- like behind the scenes stuff like masvidal coaching colby like being in his corner like them being in their same like apartment like and then to the fight it just felt 
like the perfect mix of like WWE soap opera and legitimate like anger towards each other. I think it's more of the former than anything. I think because Kobe takes this easy. I think Masvidal's done. Kobe's last wins, though, have aged so poorly. And yeah, he was close with Usman, but maybe that's just their styles. Like, I respect Kobe. I totally respect Kobe. Like, I think he's an amazing fighter. But I think maybe we are slightly overestimating because he matches up well with Usman, where I don't know if he dominates Masvidal. Like, Kobe doesn't have knockout power. Does he relentlessly just keep taking down Masvidal? Like, uh, I think we have a bet know. coming up then. If you think Masvidal, I'll bet Covington. I mean, I'm going to bet Masvidal because I bet with my heart and I'm rooting okay. for Masvidal. <laughs> but if I was an odds maker, I would favor Colby. I'm just saying, Colby beat the last two big wins Colby has are Robbie Lawler and Tyrone Woodley. Right. And those are horribly aged wins. Like, correct. But no Robbie's one's giving old. Usman problems except Kobe. Exactly. Because the wrestling. And I think I think it matches up well. And like they really Kobe's amazing, you know, to be able to fight yeah. Usman that well, like you have to be great. But it is a little bit like rock, paper, scissor. And maybe Kobe's not as a maybe it's not like Kobe's number two in the world. It's just that he's the best matchup for Usman. I hear and you. There's other people that can do well against Kobe. Maybe. I don't think so, but maybe. I I don't know. I'm just I just got really hyped with that trailer, and I was like, yes, I'm excited for this fight. Like I think it's going to be such a fun fight. Also has RDA versus Rafael Fiziev, which I think is going to be sick. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Fiziev's going to win, but and then they have Edson Barbosa versus Bryce Mitchell, which I had no idea they were pumping up Bryce Mitchell that hard. But that makes me think Bryce Mitchell's good because they only give Edson Barbosa really good up and comers. Bryce Mitchell with all like all those submission wins, you know, the, the, the twister. He's 14 and one. Yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a battle. There's other good fighters fighting too. Is Greg Hardy on that card? I hope he loses. And I think somebody else is on that card. That'll be uh, fun I think to that's watch. The, oh yeah, Greg Hardy is on the prelims. He's versus Sergey Spivak. Yeah, that'll be fun. I I think Masvidal has a good chance to win. Masvidal has decent takedown defense. Also, when he's down, he's never just like laying down. Okay, he's I always think we have working something. You ain't got to. He's hitting me. elbows. I'm super sold on Covington. We've got a bet for sure. All right, what do you want to bet? Um, I don't know. We have a few weeks to think about it. You'll see, two seventy two is March fifth, so we've got some time. We've got two fight nights before then too. Who are the fight nights? Oh yeah, one's uh Johnny Walker versus J- Jamahal Hill, Julian Marquez versus Kyle Dawkins. So those are like the two mains on the next fight night. And the fight night after that is your boy Islam Makachev versus Benil Dariush. Yes, that's the one I want to see. That's a big-ass fight. Big. That's also the only good fight on that card. But still cool. That's the fight. I'm, that's the only fight I'm going to watch. And yeah. I'm both, I, I, like, I really like both of these fighters. But I think Islam takes it. I think so, too. But everybody underestimates Dariush. But yeah, that and then the Covington and... Uh, Masvidal, the Masvidal Covington fight is the fight I'm most looking forward to now mm-hmm. in the next like five, six weeks. Like, that's the fight I definitely want to see. And I would love to see Masvidal be the one that beats Covington. Mm. And it would just oh, yeah. shut Covington up. I just saw my boy Mark Striegel is also fighting on that prelim card of the next fight night. How funny. 
first. Mark Striegel, who's he? Yeah, yeah, a guy I used to train with, diversing chess. Nice. Skelly. Yeah. Nice. Oh, let me shout out my boy uh, Anthony Nino, who won uh, his bracket in the Good Fight tournament. Oh, nice, cool, man. A nice guillotine, nice armbar. Shout out to Anthony. Love you, man. Oh yeah, Richmond County Jiu Jitsu. Boom. Yeah. That's sick. Oh, you know who's also on the. Uh... Damn, that Covington Masvidal card is Kevin Holland versus Alex Oliveira. Yes, that's the fight I was thinking of. And that's oh such a God. fun fight, too. So I feel like all these fights in that next card, none of them have like necessary championship implication, but they're all just really good fights. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice Arlovsky pulled out a win today, too? Yeah, but it didn't like, I don't know. I felt like they both, I felt like the other guy won I, when I was watching oh, it. Oh, okay. But I wasn't yeah. watching it like super intently. I just think it's remarkable that Arlovsky is even able to fight, let alone at this high level, and still even get a win. And he keeps doing it. I know. It. I know. Part like, of me is just like, he should retire a little bit. No, part of me is like, yo, he might get ranked again. It's just, it's too, you're too, I just no, worry about I your agree. head Look, like 44. He doesn't have a shot at getting a championship, but Sky's winning a lot more than he's losing lately. And so it's one of those things where I'm like, Gosh, shouldn't you? I, I don't know. If they keep giving him the young guys, he's the old guy in the gym that fucks everybody up. But oh, eventually he's going to get old. The oldest. Yeah, he's the oldest in the UFC. But I mean, he's like the old guy in the gym. 43 like, like years 50. old. And not only just 43 years old, he's been fighting since he's like 20. He was the first fighter I think I've ever seen fight like 20 years ago when mm -hmm. I UFC came on some channel and I just saw it. I think he's the very first person with his fucking fangs and hairy chest i was like i love this guy yeah since coming back to the ufc six and three since he's came back he's won his last I three i just wish he used his fucking sambo more like that's what he was known for in the beginning and he'd pull out like six subs but it's yeah different now he's I've... just become he's become a straight boxer yeah pretty much but the game is different now too though that, that's the thing Dude, the guys he lost to, Rosenstruck, Aspinall, they're kind of like the fucking top-notch guy, but he's going to beat everyone else. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty crazy. So, I mean, I guess I guess keep fighting. Be that guy if you want to be that guy. He's I just worry about guy. like people that are heavyweights getting hit in the head so much, you know? I mean, yeah, he's been fighting since 1999 professionally. That's insane. We were in fucking sophomore year of high school. It's crazy. Right. Yeah, like, dude, I... I I'm rooting for him to at least just get ranked. To see Arl Andre Arlovsky even get ranked, I feel is like such a Hall of Fame move. Like he'll be the only guy to like win a championship and then 20 years later get ranked again. Mm -hmm. No one, no one's going to touch that. Mm -hmm. Like that might be like an untouchable record. You know what I mean? Like something like that could be like, whoa. Our last team is definitely a Hall of Famer. He was a champion and he still fights this long and he's been in there with everybody. He has to yeah. be a Hall of Famer. He won the championship won 2005. Yeah, 2005. Imagine 15, 17 years later, he's ranked again. Like, that's insane, dude. People don't even fight that long, let alone like come back that far. <laughs> Plus, we did a poll on our Instagram where we asked people if Andre Arlovsky is a Hall of Famer and he voted for himself. <laughs> he, found, he found our poll and he said, yes, I'm a Hall of Famer. So I got to respect that. Hell yeah. I and that. I agree with him. He's right. Yeah. I was like, dude, we have Belarus. To... First Belarusian champion. Yeah. But yo, next week we might discuss another fight. We might discuss uh, the war between Russia and Ukraine.
Ooh. Belarus might be involved. So that'll be fascinating too if that happens. That'll be that'll be real fighting for real yeah. stakes. They're forever warring those places. It's crazy. I know. I wonder if it's just like they're just trying to fuck with us and create a storyline because <laughs> the economy sucks. And so it's like, look, this is why the economy sucks. Or really like finally they're gonna fight. You know, like I mean they've there's been fighting that's been happening on the eastern front of Ukraine and Mm-hmm. Russia took Crimea like eight years ago. So it's not like they've done nothing and they've just been like posturing. Like they've been taking shit mm-hmm. and thousands of people have died. But are they going to take it from like, okay, we're just kind of fucking with you to like, all right, now we're just going to take you over. Like mm-hmm. that is going to be interesting. It is great. Dude, looking Dip- at, so I, I got to go back to Arlovsky one moment because uh, I found out all the records he holds, even in UFC. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was champion. He was interim champion, all that stuff. He's got the most wins in UFC heavyweight division. 22 wins. That's a lot. Most fights in the heavyweight history, 37. Not only is the most fights in heavyweight history, he has the second most fights in all of UFC history. That's crazy as a heavyweight. He's tied with Donald Cerrone with 37, right? That's nuts. He has the most total fight time, of course, in heavyweight history. It's almost six hours. Most decision bouts in heavyweight history. Highest takedown success in UFC heavyweight history. Really? 88.4%. Isn't that crazy? I wish, he, I wish he went for more takedown. That's when he was like the Sambo dude. He's got two fight of the nights, a performance of the night. And again, first Belarusian champion. He was the comeback fighter of the year in 2015. Yeah. They even gave him the round of the year in 2015 by Sherdog. Really? Yeah, versus Travis Brown. I remember that. That was fucking crazy. Andre. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you got to get a little stoked. I know he's old. I know he's past his peak. I know he's not going to get a championship. I'm sure he thinks that way too. But the dude is still good, man. Yeah. It's just he's got a belly, and I prefer my fighters ripped and tight and jacked. Oh, like Derek Lewis? <laughs> like Derek Lewis and Tai Tuivasa? Yeah. <laughs> I was doing that meme where it's like, yeah, I for, fuck, I forgot how the meme goes. But they're like, yo, I love the progress. Send pics. You look fucking jacked. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like semi-gay. Yeah, I don't know. I love our love. I just feel like sometimes like when the old people fight, I'm like, I don't want you to get hurt. You know? Agreed. Yeah. But yeah, good I, fights coming up. I'm excited. Yeah, great fights. I'm super stoked. All right. I guess we'll catch everyone next time. Thanks for listening. Like always. Cheers. Okay, so uh, beyond this podcast, you guys know that I'm also a teacher. I teach about geography and environmental and economic issues are very important to me. And so I actually have a startup. It's uh, like an Uber for everything or an Airbnb for everything. So on Airbnb, you could rent out your house. Well, on Renta, you could rent out any good service or space. So if you have a wet vac or a pressure washer that you're not really using all the time, rent it out. Or if you are a jujitsu black belt and you offer private lessons, you could rent that out at any price. Or if you have gym space, you could rent that out. Or if you're a nutritionist on the side. The idea is I wanted to help freelancers make money and you keep 100% of everything that you ask for. And uh, the idea is to reduce consumption and keep money local. You could also look at it as uh, the next generation of Craigslist. And so if you like the podcast and you kind of trust me, I would love if you check out the app and download it. If I become rich, we could just keep making fight content all the time. So uh, give it a look. Renta, that's R-E-N-T-A-H dot com.
Thanks for listening to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you would like to fight us, send us a DM on Instagram at philosophy underscore fighting.